So this is Viv and Dave's Adventures in Retirement, episode 19 now, our last few days in Brisbane, Queensland, Australia. And uh, what a splendid time we've had overall. Dennis and Bettina uh, had gone away probably about a week before Christmas mm. um, to do whatever it was they were doing. They were dog them. sitting. Oh, yes, that's in right. In Canberra, I think. I think there was somewhere, oh, no, south, somewhere of south of Canberra. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then oh, we went for a nice meal with Kai and Annie. Yeah, to the... On about the 23rd, and then they went off um, to their Christmas yeah, we went to the borough where you'd been, we've both been with Dennis. We've had to feed the butcher bed. But as Bettina wasn't here, it came right into the kitchen and waited. <laughs> and I just did it again a few minutes ago, didn't it? Yeah, waits for you to get the puppy food and take it outside. It flies outside uh, and then hovers round for it. Yeah, no, it's us trying to do a recording and just turned up on the table. <laughs> give me some food, give me some food. Yeah, I know, it's great. Uh, yeah. It's just flown past again. We've been very fortunate in that Bettina has left us her car to use. She was apologetic about how old it is. It still has um, winders for the windows. And and no air conditioning, which is big around here. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's been really good. It, uh, it meant we could go to Daisy Hill to see the koalas. And um, we went to a place called Wynum by the sea where we saw pelicans, mm. and uh, we called it Wynum and Dynum, because we had a very expensive meal there, didn't we? <laughs> it was, but nothing else was open, was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> and we were served by the campest waiter I've ever seen, um, mm. in a, and it was a place called Manly, wasn't it, that area mm. that we went to of Wynum. He was the most knowledgeable of many of the waiters and waitresses we've had. He was, wasn't he? When we asked what something was, and he explained it. Yeah, I can't remember what it was now. If, if anything, too much detail. <laughs> yeah, something we've never heard of. Um, and I thought it's only fair that I do the driving in Bettina's car because you drove in the snowy wastes of Saskatoon. So I'm driving in the heat in Australia. Also, we did need somebody to sit next to the driver reading a map. Yes, that's true. <laughs> it wasn't just out of the goodness of my heart. And they drive on the left here, which makes it easy. Oh, good for them. We've also been to see koalas. Oh, yes, at Daisy Hill uh, Koala Sanctuary. Yes, that was it. it was great, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's been so close to them. Apparently they've all got chlamydia. I know, it's a really weird thing. Mm-hmm. I couldn't quite believe it, so I googled it and said, yes, something like 80% of koalas have chlamydia. Don't look active enough to get things like that, do they? <laughs> no, they don't do much, do they? No, except like hang around on trees and give each other chlamydia. Yeah, and they're, man- they're trying to work out a vaccine programme for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know how well that's going. They they treat them in mm. the vets in the koala hospital when they manage <laughs> to get them. <laughs> yeah. They're not bears, are they? No, they're no, they're sometimes called koala bears, but they're, they're not related to bears uh, at all. But I think the they're, classic teddy bear is based on one. No, the classic teddy bear is based on a bear. Oh, is it? Yeah, caught trapped by Theodore Roosevelt, hence Teddy. Ah, oh, right. 
and yeah, yeah, but that's a different story. Oh, right, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was good to see them, and then we had a wander around Daisy Hill conservation area. Yeah. Um, lizards and ceramite mounds and all kinds of things yeah. going on there. And yeah. koalas exist exclusively on eucalyptus leaves, or eucalypt leaves, mm-hmm. um, and, which are apparently really hard to digest. And like the trees grow, I think they grow fairly quickly, but it's not like there's a huge supply of the leaves. It's not a particularly good supply of food, which is why they don't have any energy. Yeah, they have to eat practically their body weight every day because there's so little nutrients in it. It's a very strange species and I'm... I'm glad it survived, but I am surprised. Yes, yes. You think you start to question Darwin, don't you? Really? Survival of the fittest. I don't know about koalas. Yes. <laughs> Thoroughly enjoyed wandering around the botanical gardens. Yes, it was like a jungle in parts, wasn't it? With like really boggy, marshy bits that go down to the river. Mm-hmm. And proper jungly rainforest trees. Yeah, yeah. Mm and really lush trees in the middle and things with huge leaves, like yeah. banana trees, but I think they're macadamia trees. Oh, right, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they grow them a lot, don't they? Yeah. yeah, there's one in the garden here, and there's... Um, there's a eucalyptus. I'm looking at a eucalyptus tree in next door's garden. But no well. koala there. No, no. <laughs> no, they're far too lazy to have got anywhere near us. <laughs> yes. But yeah, enjoyed the botanical gardens. Uh, loads of strange birds, and we saw something that I'm pretty sure were budgies. Oh, yes. Really yeah. brightly coloured, bright red and green, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. yeah. And one of them was on the ground eating from a sideways jar of jam yes jam <laughs> spilling out it seemed to quite enjoy that <laughs> yes somebody, somebody's obviously left a bit of picnic behind haven't they yeah yes and now uh, we saw a little creature that we thought must be called lizzie lizzie the lizard yes yeah, yeah. which uh was sort of scrabbling away with its front paws uh, and then sort of trying to find some insects and then looked up and uh, so at the bottom of this lamppost uh, where there's loads of ants so yeah we just watched it sort of like binging on these ants yeah so it was just like get in <laughs> <Yeah>. ants yeah. <laughs> it was great just sitting and watching it wasn't it yeah that's right that was that was quite funny we looked across the brisbane river at kangaroo point yeah yes which is where Shane seemed to arrange your form so that he told you what of the temperature was on Kangaroo Point. Oh, yes, whenever I look at the phone, it says temperature on Kangaroo yeah, Point. Yeah, mine says what the temperature is on West End, and yours oh, says Kangaroo well, Point. He obviously thought Kangaroo Point would be special for me. Well, yes, and I looked at Kangaroo Point on a map, and, well, I'm not going to describe what it looks like, but really, Shane. There's mm. <laughs> <laughs> no kangaroos there, though. <laughs> <laughs> no. Mm. I finally got to catch up with a bit of the World Cup as well. You weren't really that bothered about it, were you? No, I wasn't, but you got up at the crack of sparrows to yeah, go and see it, so you talk about it. I wasn't it. entirely sure why you didn't want to get up at 5am to watch football. <laughs> um, it's just a mystery to me. Yes. <laughs> but uh, but the first one I saw was I uh, walked into into the town in Brisbane, St King George's Square, massive screen, 
several thousand Aussies all getting very excited about their team playing Argentina. And their team's got a great name, hasn't it? The Socceroos. Yeah. Yes. And what I've discovered about Australian football supporters is that they're exactly like football supporters from anywhere else. Um, they think the referee's biased against their team. Um, they think their team is like unlucky to lose the game because the other team cheats a lot. Um, and they didn't seem to recognise the finer arts of the game and the fact that Argentina were just much better than their boys. And, well, there you go. I mean, there was a bit of rolling around the floor going on and there's a, a woman... But on the pitch. Not, yes, yeah. yes. There's a woman behind us said, they don't do that in women's football. Mm. And... Um, Surprise, surprise, he was totally ignored by absolutely everybody. <laughs> All the blokes there seemed to just, you know, not really be interested in what she had to say. Um, so they're missing out a bit on the old women's football thing. Still, it's good. Seen a few other games. England um, got beat by France. Um, similar sort of thing. All the England supporters going, oh, the referee's bad, isn't he? And they're cheating, etc., etc. We're very unlucky. Um, not recognising that their team got beat by a better team. We also spent a lot of time uh, alongside the Brisbane River here at West End. Yeah, is... it's a, a nice walk from here, isn't it? It is. It's kind of walk I don't mind doing, because yeah. it's like not far. Yeah. <laughs> and I sometimes go jogging along this down to Davis Park and back in the morning. I know mornings. you do, that, that's yeah. admirable. Yes, that's, I'm still losing a bit of weight. Yes, but it's, um, and, and the other night, and I walked around there, um, a couple of hours before the World Cup final, one of those uh, little picnic areas was awash with South Americans, mostly Argentinians. Oh, that's right, so you came back to get some beer, yeah, didn't you, so you could go and, and join them? and join them, fantastic. <laughs> I mean, honestly, opportunity after so long to talk to people about football who oh, yeah. actually understand football. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh, it was great, and I was really thrilled for them when their team, their team won as well. But there were like lots of people taking advantage of these little picnic shelters they have there. Yeah. Uh, another night was a Christmas night itself. I think we would have loads of Koreans were occupying one with what we assumed was K-pop music. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they seemed to be thoroughly enjoying And they that. all shouted Merry Christmas to us. They did, yes. Yeah. And the other morning, went past the one, was one of these places... Um, I think it's the one that I like to call the Argentinian one. It's uh, occupied by loads of older people playing dominoes. Yeah. So it's a great outdoor culture. Yeah. It is, it, yeah. It, it, it is, yeah. It is. And they all look splendid. after us as well. You know, they never do. seen any litter. Yeah. And only once I've seen somebody throwing a ball into the river itself for some dogs to chase. Mm. Uh, I think they were the people who were not aware that there's sharks in that river. Wow, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. There was lots of boats and some rowing boats, sailing boats party boats, the city cats and everything on the river, but nobody goes swimming in it. Mm. Anyway, uh, but that in itself is great. One gory incident, which I thought you dealt with splendidly, was the uh, dead possum outside Dennis's mm. house. And um, it didn't appear to have been run over, but apparently they climb along power lines and then get electrocuted. It's an occupational hazard of crawling along them um, but we thought somebody would have moved it and they didn't it was starting to attract flies so you moved it didn't you yes yes and so I've got a shovel 
lifted it up, put it into a cardboard box, and we took it down to the river. Yeah, with our gory parcel in a cardboard box, walking through West End where people were eating and drinking. I know, I was tempted to you know, deposit it on a table where people were eating, but <laughs> you, you said that would be impolite. Yes, it would have been, yeah, yeah. And uh, so we went to the river with it, where you I gently let it sink. Mm. Bit disappointed not to see some kind of sharky feeding frenzy immediately afterwards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there wasn't much else we could have done. It would have been horrible just to put it in a bin. No, no, we didn't want to be doing that. No, no. no. Did see a couple of possums walking on the overhead cables the next night, though. So obviously, mm, you hadn't learnt from their friends. Some of them are killer cables, and some of them aren't. And mm. Possums don't always know which is which. Yeah. And you've been working at the charity shop, haven't you? I have, yeah. I didn't get the job at the um, anti-capitalist, anti-patriarchy place. Um, I didn't hear back from them, but I uh, applied to Vinnie's, which is the St Vincent de Paul charity shop, or op shop as they're known here. And after a lengthy wait for a police check to come through, um, I've been doing shifts there. And it's great. It's a bit of a busman's holiday because I work at the Oxfam normally. Uh, so I've enjoyed doing this and I've learned stuff. Like what? New words? Yeah. Like bed linen, as in sheets and pillowcases and the like, are called Manchester. What? I know. Why is that? <laughs> well, they didn't know. They just said, well, it's Manchester, isn't it? That's what it's called when they were showing me around the shop. So I googled it, and it turns out to be because of some of the early settlers um, who arrived as Her Majesty's Pleasure, I believe, <laughs> um, were from Manchester and brought with them um, skills in uh, textiles and cotton weaving. And, and that, like. that's where they got the cotton from? Yeah. Cottonopolis, Manchester. Cottonopolis, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's surprising, isn't yeah. it? And I've also learned, well, I'd learned this before I worked in the shop. If you remember, we were looking for a cafetiere mm-hmm. and nobody knew what we were talking about, even though I'd seen them. Yeah. But was looking for them in the shops and they're called plungers. Oh, right. To us, the plunger is just the bit that you mm, push down. That you plunge. Yeah. Mm. But the whole thing's called plungers and, of course, thongs instead of flip flops. Um, but I already knew that one. I was quite excited when you said you were getting yourself some thongs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are just lovely, brightly coloured flip-flops. Yes. Yeah, very cheap here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so learn some new words. I've got to know some new people. Mm. Sabine, who... That was a weird thing. Sabine um, commented on my T-shirt when I went to see them for mm. the first time because it said Bremen on the front and had a picture of the musicians of Bremen, Bremen, which are animals. And she said, that's where I'm from. I was born there. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she's from Bremen and yeah. she and sells just... Manchester. Yes. <laughs> In a chazza. Yeah, off shop. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that was a surprise. But uh, yes, it's been great. I just do two shifts a week, um, oh. nine till one. And I've got my last one tomorrow before we go. Oh, right. So we might have a leave-in, do. 
It's unlikely, given the <laughs> short length of time I've been there, but you never know. Mm. Well, they must very much appreciate you sort of turning up from 12,000 miles away and doing a few shifts they in their charity shop. They were a surprised. They said, aren't you on holiday? Mm. Yes, but it's quite a lengthy holiday. Yeah, and, what a great way know. to meet people as well. Yeah, and to be doing something good. All part of the adventure. The thing I've noticed very much so is helicopters. You can't go outside without seeing and hearing helicopters going overhead. I know. It's it's strange, isn't it? And, um, you know, why? I mean, I mean, it's not new things to us, obviously, helicopters, but this is the most helicoptery place I've ever been in. Mm. And um, we don't know if they're, maybe they're looking for shark attacks in uh, the river. Well, I presume that... I mean, some of them look like police helicopters. I believe you can get helicopter... Joyrides. Yes, it um, could be that. People might yeah. be paying to have, you know, see mm. Brisbane from above yeah, in a helicopter. Yes, yeah, yeah. there's an awful lot of party boats up and down the river as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, you know, I don't know why, but more helicopter than anywhere else in the world that I've ever been to. But tend, after a while, not to take much notice of them. But, but they are there, aren't they? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. It's of no particular interest. <laughs> well, it's interesting but it's just to something, it's something I've noticed. It's the 27th of December and we're sitting outside on the deck with the sun beating down on us. We normally eat on the bit that's sheltered, but we've brought the chairs out into the hot sunshine because we're just like mad dogs and Englishmen. And it's beautiful. And you've covered yourself in uh, anti mosquito uh, yes and yes and i have 50. been affected by bites or something so i ended up going to the chemist and getting some antihistamines and steroid cream which have worked wonders and it means i can sit outside again with some sunscreen on so that's been brisbane crizzy and brizzy as well as all the other things we've done and next stop is Sydney, where we hope to experience the New Year fireworks off Sydney Harbour Bridge. One of the great things about our adventures over the last three or four months is catching up with people, some people uh, we've planned to meet before we set off, and others uh, we've come across on the way. Um, for example, in Sydney and Melbourne, as former students of mine, uh, we discovered that the son of a friend in Ebden Bridge is um, going to be around Sydney at the same time as us. And uh, we've got friends from Ebden Bridge who are, and Oldham who are also turned up in New Zealand. So fingers crossed we'll catch up with them. So if you think you know anyone who may be interested in our adventures so far or in crossing paths with us, um, spread the word. We'd love other people to comment on our adventures so far and influence our adventures to come. Thank you.